having Dr. Shafali on, and we're going to be talking about all things, you know, authentic selves and meditation. So we will be waiting. Everyone's having a very good night tonight. Just waiting for her to join. I just sent her the request, so she should be joining shortly. Yay! Dr. Shafali's on, so very soon we will be starting. So this is my first Instagram Live, if anyone hasn't noticed, so bear with me. I sent her a quest, so I'm not sure if she has to send me one, but I just sent her one. So, fingers crossed. I interview way better than my Instagram skills. Anyone? Oh dear, where is it on mine? Oh gosh. Okay, so Dr. Shafali, if you can just give me one second. I'm trying, I don't see a notification. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna send the request again and then see if, if that works. Okay, thank you. <laughs> She's just already so nice. And like, I didn't drink coffee, so I could be as peaceful and calm as her, which probably is for the best. Yay! Oh my gosh! Yes! Hi! Yes! <laughs> How are you? This is your first live? This is my first, well, it's technically my second, but my first live by like myself on here. So I was like, why don't we start big? Why don't we get one of my favorite authors on here? Thank you so much, and uh, for everyone joining uh, her new book, A Radical Awakening, which is what we're pretty much going to be talking about. Yes, and if you haven't started, like, she does book clubs every day, and I personally tune in just because it's amazing, and it's like free little advice, which who doesn't love that, and it's really just about our authentic selves, and in this day and age, I feel like we need it more than ever. 
So I guess my biggest question I want to ask you, Dr. Shafali, is like, how do people start? I, I think that's the best thing. It's like, we kind of remember who we were, but like, where do we even start? Like, what's the best way to just like reconnect to us? Well, once you decide that you are in trouble and you lost your authentic self, your true self, then just like you're going to start a new lifestyle or a healthy lifestyle, you have to come down to the basics. Okay, mm -hmm. so for, for your authentic self, you have to learn how to connect. How do you connect? You have to take self-help courses. Mm -hmm. You have to take self-growth courses. I have many, for example, and other people have many. Or go see a coach or a therapist. And you have to start your journey. Just like when you want to lose weight, you have to, you know, go to a gym, you have to maybe hire a nutritionist, mm -hmm. learn new eating habits, follow people who inspire you. In the same way, in the self-help field, there are specific things you have to do. And you have to do them, mm -hmm. you know? And the hard thing about self-help is it's not about how you look or it's not about how much money you make. It's about how you can be happy within yourself. So this book, A Radical Awakening, talks about how women can get into their own authentic power and get in touch with their own authentic self. Which is and so reading books helps, you know? Yeah, and I think it's, especially when you said, like, women especially, I feel like as I get older, like, I had a strong sense of self when I was younger, but it's like as I get older and different, like, relationships and even, like, dynamics with friendships or personal relationships, it's like it chips away at you, and it's so, like, you blink, and before you know it, like, you're like, wait, what do I want? So, I, that's why I absolutely, I highly recommend the book for everyone. I annotate, I'm a nerd like that, but it's so important, like, so which brings me to like my next question. So, you know, I think relationships or the complexity of relationships are, it's probably the hardest topic for people to really dive into because it's not only yourself, it's another human being. And I love the book clubs or the little sound bites that you give on your Instagrams where you talk about like our inner child and healing the wounds. And you know, we are, we are our own happiness, which yes, I love that. That's great in theory. But sometimes you're like, okay, he, if they're not, cause I, uh, I think it was last week or a few days ago when you said, if they're not abusive, you, you stay, you be patient. You, you try to learn somebody uh, how to do it. So my biggest question is, what is the best way you would advise? Like they've done the work on themselves, but someone else's actions are hurting them. You know, like they're in action and if they've talked about it, they've, you know, laid say, hey, X, Y, and Z would make me happy. And it's something like home cooking or watching a movie once a week. What would you advise? Um, I guess is the best thing. If it's just not happening, what do you what do you advise? Right. So when you know yourself mm -hmm. and you align with yourself, you typically then begin to notice whether you are in alignment with other people. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to just watch a movie with them because that's what they want. Right. You have to want to want to watch a movie with them because <laughs> of the relationship and the connection. Yeah. So, you know, as we get to know ourselves better, we more, as we grow older, begin to align ourselves with people who match to us, who more connect to who we are. Mm -hmm. And that takes a process. So for many years of our lives, especially as women, we'll do things for the other person because we're trying to be nice. Yeah. And we don't, we're not 
bites us, I think, in the butt. I mean, I know for me personally, like, you can be the most confident person in business or just, just in general. And then it's like that one person, if they're not giving you what you need and you know you've been as you said nice you fit you you overcompensate to make them happy and it's like you end up and you're just deflated and i think that's such a great topic that you know you discuss and um i guess and with this modern day age with like social media and the apps especially with covid and people our interactions are more limited so how do you advise i guess is the best way to even connect and look for the alignment nowadays with everything going on. Yeah, so in, in this book, again, we're talking about a radical awakening, mm -hmm. people want to know. In this book, I, I talk about how we are actually in false relationships. So we're in relationship through our own false self, and we're in relationship with people in their false self. And we don't realize that we are actually replaying our patterns from childhood. And so we think we're in a relationship with people, but we're not. We're, we are in false self in relationship with their false self. So how can we be in true relationships is only when we begin to go on a true inner journey to get to know who we are. We are wearing masks, not just the other person. So for example, if the person wants to watch boxing every day or watch big fight every day, okay, and you are wearing the mask of a people pleaser or a codependent or needy little girl in the relationship wanting to please her daddy, yeah. you're going to watch big fight for years, okay, symbolically speaking. Right. <laughs> and you're going to lose yourself. You're going to bullshit your way into a complete fake life. And then you're going to fall sick, you're going to be angry, you're going to be frustrated, you're going to be eating too much, you're going to be uh, apathetic, tired, procrastinating, exhausted, burning out, and wondering why. Why? And then one day, the beauty of all this is that it cannot last more than like 50, 60 years. Yeah. <laughs> by 16, something's going to break. We'll get there.
it's deep. <laughs> Now, do you find, since um, in your career, do you find that it's easier to help people and guide them when they literally have hit rock bottom, or is it simply the willingness to change? What do you find is easier? Most people are not willing to change when they hit rock bottom, so <laughs> yeah. to like do it on your own I'm like okay wait she doesn't really talk about this like do we have to go all the way back and so it's so helpful that you are doing the book clubs because you it's like you're taking it it's like we can digest it mentally which is what I love but what made you decide to write um this book like what because typically you do you deal with um your most popular books I should say are like the parenting and and the and children and this is just like I mean it's amazing but you know a radical awakening is like you said more for women so what made you do the jump yeah so I wrote I read, this is my fifth book my first four books were on parenting mm -hmm. the most popular one is called the conscious parent in case your audience doesn't know and so this book is really about the awakening of the woman and what made me write it was my own awakening mm -hmm. and seeing how women, especially mothers, especially women who reach midlife, are like dying by the time that you're, you still look very young. Oh, thank you. Like, Celery juice. No, I'm, I just hit 30 and I literally had a meltdown. Like, I, that's why I'm like, oh my gosh, I celery juice. But no, I literally hit 30 and I literally almost had like a 30 life crisis. I was like, what is life? And, that, and you do, you look back and you're like, why am I not exactly where I want to be? Like, what have I sacrificed? So, you know, you well, do. You're so, so lucky to catch your sacrifice at 30. I had no idea I was sacrificing. I'm so happy to sacrifice. And then I burnt out in my mid-40s. And when you reach burnout, and many women go through this. Yeah. Uh, and so I was watching it woman after woman in my practice. It was happening to me. And I was like, I need to write about it and shake women up because... What's missing in our world today is the awakened woman. Yeah. What's what's missing in the world today is a powerful woman who is in her power in the most beautiful way. Not against men at all. Yeah. But just in her own power. The minute a woman is in her in, in her own power, she would not allow abuse. Mm -hmm. She would not allow injustice. So our earth is suffering, our children are suffering, the animals are suffering because we women are sleeping. So this is the time for the awakened and I really believe that this book will help women usher the way and create the pathway to heal men, to heal our daughters, and to heal ourselves. Perfect. And then, um, I guess my biggest question is, I, I know I hear it a lot, like, with my friends. We've, we've all set standards of how we want 
like our life to be like oh some people are like I need to be married by 25 two kids by 30 um, nobody ever thinks of a divorce or a breakup or starting over so what do you say for women that literally um, they think they're too it's too late they're like well I miss my I miss my window why even bother like how yeah. do you even so approach that is 
So people, they've taken the time, the women, they're, they're their authentic selves, and you know, things are going great. They're, they're, they're more happy, they feel more fulfilled. What do you advise um, your clients when someone, like they're their authentic self and they still run into another issue? They run into, uh, it could be a friendship, a, a personal relationship that really questions or all the work that they've done. Maybe they make a comment like, Oh my gosh, why are you, why are you different? Why are you weird? Which, you know, if you're being yourself, it's like, well, I, I don't know, it's me. You know, so what do you advise um, with well, your that's clients? When, uh, you can, so one thing is to touch upon your authentic self, but the other thing is to project that authentic self. Yeah. So the culture will keep robbing us of, of our sanity. You know, culture will keep telling us, why are you doing that career? Why are you getting divorced? Why you have only one child, you should have seven? Why are you not having children, right? So culture will keep putting pressure because culture is based in fear. So we need to realize that culture is based in fear. And if we want to protect our authentic self, we need to fight culture. We need to recognize, oh, that's fear. That's fear. That is culture putting their opinion and their values on me. So part of this radical awakening is to wake up, I, I, the subtitles are turn pain into power, embrace your truth, and live free, right? It is about owning your truth, protecting your truth, and standing up to culture. So this book gives you the permission, the language, the inter, 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 intelligence to stand up to culture, to go, oh, I get it. You're just telling me this because you want me to be a sheep. I understand I'm not going to be one. It gives you power, this book. It gives you the courage to follow your own non-stop. Gotcha. Yes, you're just so amazing. Oh my gosh. Um, what my last question that I have for you is just how do you stay balanced? Like what meditation do you tell yourself when you wake up? Because you're always I, from, and like I say, like I follow your Instagram lives and everything. You always just seem so calm and just very at peace and balanced. So I, I just wanted to know. What do you say to yourself, or what like Zen music do you listen to to just always seem so balanced? Well, I, I meditate every day. I've been meditating since I was 21 years old. Mm -hmm. And when you meditate, what you understand about life is that all of this is a game, you know, it's an illusion. So not, nothing is real, you know, we are a speck on a speck on a speck of sand, okay? Mm -hmm. That's how irrelevant we are. So all the highs and the lows that come with drama all come from your, your delusion that you are something. When you realize you're nothing, you're just like uh, nothing to the universe. You have fun. You're just playing with, the, with, with life. And so I wake up every day ready to play with life. And don't get caught up in what are people saying about Dr. Shpali or what are Dr. Shpali, Dr. Shpali. She doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. She's just a, a, a way to communicate. She's just a way to have fun. But people get caught with their mask. They get caught in the identity of being a mother or being an author or being whatever. And the minute you get caught in the identity, now you are, you are married to the identity. And when you're married to the identity, the identity matters to you. Now you want to control your identity. But when you realize that you are zero, you are nothing, you're void, you're air, you're vapor, you're nothing, you're essence, your identity is just the way you play. So people can like you, people can not like you, and you, you have fun with it, you know? Yeah. You're, you're enjoying life. You're like, oh my God, she really doesn't like me. And you're having fun with it. Because you understand that when people project their stuff on you, it's 
enjoy and play with. Awesome. Oh my gosh. So everyone, I hope you race out and get her book, yeah, A Radical Yes. And she looks so pretty on the cover. And literally, Dr. Shafala, you like made me the coolest dollar. My mom is obsessed with you. So I was like, thank you. I can't say that enough. And yeah, everyone. Yeah, and good, good, good luck with all you're doing. Thank so you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you for accepting. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.